Welcome to Life Planning 101, brought to you by Smart Money Group and Kennedy Financial Services in Eastland, Texas. Tune in every week as we share important information to help you and your family live life on purpose. Insurance, investments, legacy and tax planning, and much more. All covered now on Life Planning 101. Welcome to Life Planning 101. My name is Angela Robinson with Smart Money Group and Kennedy Financial Services in the great town, the big town of Eastland, Texas. We have another exciting show for you. I know we're geeks. Yes, we talk a lot about finances. We talk a lot about things that people don't really want to talk about. They just have to talk about. But nonetheless, it is a really great show that we've got today. And the question is, is your credit score important in retirement? I want to start out by telling you about a story of a young boy that kept going to this barber shop every day. Well, here he comes and he's going by the window and the barber whispers to the customer in his chair. He says, This kid, he is the silliest kid in the world. Watch this. I'll prove it. So the barber pulls out a dollar bill and uh, pulls out two quarters and puts the two quarters in one hand, puts the dollar bill in another hand, and he calls over the boy and he asks, okay, son, which, which one do you want? And the boy takes the two quarters and he leaves. He said, to the customer, what did, what did I tell you? That kid, he never learns. This is silly. This is the dangest thing. Well, later the customer leaves and he sees the same boy coming out of the ice cream store. And he says, hey, son, hey, over here, over here. I got a question for you. I, I saw you there in the barbershop and I want to know, why did you take those quarters instead of that dollar bill? The boy licked his ice cream cone and had a big old smile on his face and said, well, that's because... The day I take that dollar bill, the game is over. Ho, ho, ho. Well, I thought that was very fitting when it talks about credit. You know, I don't know why it is that it seems like everything financial in this country, and really, I guess the world, is complicated. Anything to do with the government is complicated. I mean, have you ever actually been on the IRS website? I mean, if you're an accountant or a CPA and you do taxes, you know there's really no simple answer. We always talk about that we wear a lot of diapers in this industry and those diapers are called it depends because there's a million ways to answer anything, right? So sometimes it's just about having enough wisdom to be able to look at the simple things in life and and figure out that you've won the game. And with your credit, it is one of those things. You know, a lot of people think, well, I've retired, I've paid off everything. Why in the world would I still need credit in retirement? Well, there might be some reasons. And I want to give you the first and foremost reason is that if you don't have credit and then you end up needing it, then what? Hmm, you may think, well, I've always had good credit, not a problem. Well, just like a lot of other things in retirement, if you don't use it, you will lose it. Yes, I'm not just talking about your health and I'm not just talking about your mind. Your credit works in this way. You can spend a lifetime building and maintaining the perfect credit only to watch it dwindle when you stop using it. No joke. You're, I know. And a lot of people say, I've, I've had them say, well, that's just wrong. That just makes me mad. And yeah. And I, I get it. But there again, we have one of these complicated, complex systems like the tax code. That's very difficult to understand. And, and on that note, I will drop a, a note to 
Philip Tyrone 720 credit score because I will never forget the first time that I started doing a lot of studies about credit. It was through his program. He had seven steps to a 720 credit score. And this is back um, when, you know, we had CDs in our cars and we didn't have this little thing called XM stereo. And I actually think I had the tapes of that before the CDs. Yep, pretty sure of that. Um, but we were we were headed on a ski trip, me and my husband, and um, so we decided this whole way we're gonna live. Listen to the seven steps, the seven twenty credit score. It's great, 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 great information. And I'm gonna give him a shout out or two on the show today, um, just because he's still doing that business. Uh, there's a lot of people that end up in a bind and they don't know how to get out of it, whether it's something they've done to themselves. Um, just because they've, they've accidentally done it or, or it's, or it's just happened. Um, or there's fraud involved and he helps in all of those situations. So a lot of this information, uh, comes from his studies, which is really good. But I want to mention this is that, you know, taking, building your credit is not just simple. And the reason it's not just simple, and, and I'll give you Phil's story as an example, is here was a guy that was extremely successful business owner. He went to a bank and he wanted to buy a property and he couldn't buy the property. He didn't understand why he couldn't brought, buy it. Well, he didn't have any credit. Well, he was extremely successful, but he didn't have any credit. He says, well, I've never had bad credit, so how do I have no credit? Well, you have to build credit. And you know, we're always talking to people that you know when their kids are getting out of school, um, and headed into college, they need to start working on their credit ASAP if they haven't already started on it, because it takes a while to build that credit. And a lot of people are very nervous to give their kids credit cards, uh, to put them on auto loans or all these things. But it's important to definitely talk to your advisor on, on how, how to do that, because the earlier start you start, the better off you are. The longer that you have credit is actually a factor in your overall score, believe it or not. But I'm going off on a tangent. Today, we're talking about your credit score being important in retirement. Is it important in retirement? And the short answer is yes. The long answer comes in five explicit answers, eh, probably plus or minus some uh, for you know each independent case, but five answers that we want to talk about right here on Life Planning 101. You're not going to want to miss it when you come back. Welcome back to Life Planning 101. My name is Angela Robinson with Smart Money Group and Kennedy Financial Services in the great town of the Eastland Mavericks. Yes, we're getting close. It is only June, but we start thinking football in June <laughs> in Texas. But nonetheless, um, we are uh, talking about credit scores and being important in retirement. Yes, they are. And I promised you five reasons why. And then I'm going to talk about at the end of the show, which you're not going to want to miss, how to actually make sure that you maintain that credit score because it is like many things in retirement. If you don't use it, you will lose it. So number one, why is it important? Financial flexibility, okay? If you've been successful, you probably know this inherently to some degree, uh, but credit gives you financial flexibility. There's many times that you might need this for things. Like let's say, for instance, you need an interim loan for something. You could get to cash, but you don't want to touch cash until um, next tax year or you're between properties or who knows, right? Right. 
Um, but you need an interim loan to provide you that cash in that cash crunch period of time or, or to avoid paying taxes on liquidating other money. Perhaps you do want to split it over two years or, um, you know, I'll give you an example. A lot of auto loans are still low interest rates, zero, one, 2% financing. And even if you pay cash, they don't have as good of as incentives. If you actually add up the time value of money over the deal, it still makes more sense to take the low interest rate loan than paying the cash. Well, another way to look at that is to look on the taxation to get the cash because a lot of retirees have their money invested in something, you know, whether it's invested straight up just in financial instruments outright or it's in IRAs, uh, whatever it is, the cost of liquidation could mean taxation. And so if you have a zero, one, two percent auto loan and you're comparing that to something that might be a 20 percent tax income tax liability, Ouch, right? So that's another reason that you want that financial flexibility. So there's number one. Number two, change. It is inevitable, whether we like it or whether we not. Tons of people, and I should have looked up a statistic for this, but tons of people make a physical move in retirement. It might be to downsize or move to a retirement community. Maybe you want to move closer to your family. Maybe you want to move further away from your family or you have a forced relocation in a health instance or otherwise. No matter, good credit comes into play. So we've already touched on the financial flexibility piece, which can obviously also be a factor here. But there are other things that good credit might be needed for. A lot of retirement communities run your credit score. HOAs, like you have the homeowners associations and you want to be in, in this little unique area, they may run your credit score. Setting up all your household bills. You remember when you were like 18 years old, you went to get that first electricity bill and they required that $500 deposit. Yep. You lose it. You're going to pay for it. No doubt. So, and, and then you think about all the incentives that you can get, you know, on like installment notes, maybe um, there's a 0% financing deal going down for your appliances that you might want to take advantage of or, and leave your, your cash working, right? I mean, today we're in an interest rate environment where cash is, is not only king, but it also has the ability to earn something. It's a very refreshing thing after 30 plus years. Um, but, you know, savings accounts are paying in excess of 4%. Uh, depending on what day you're you're looking at things, you can get over 5% on short-term money. So it's impressive to be, to be able to see what's out there. And if you have that option in a 0% uh, financing, then you're actually making money. It's called positive leverage, right? So that's important. Uh, number three, your credit score is actually a factor in a lot of areas of your life that you just don't even think about it. Did you know? that your automobile insurance premiums are actually tied to your credit score. Yes, you are going to have some senior moments. It's bound to happen. I've watched it too many times. And uh, you may be giggling at yourself or your parents right now, but you understand exactly what I'm talking about. And you don't want those senior mo moments to be happening. And at the same time, your credits to be going downhill. It's like a double whammy on those auto premiums. So that is important. Number four, okay, purpose. You may want to go back to work in retirement, part-time, do something. After all, 
It is the first time you've spent this much time with your spouse in years. <laughs> Just kidding. Really though, you might want to go back to work or you might need to go back to work. And a lot of companies, many, 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 many companies run credit checks. It's important. And number five, perks. Perks in retirement. Okay, you retired and hopefully you retired to something and hopefully you've got these go-go years planned out and hopefully you've got this bucket list planned out and all these things that you want to do. Why not reap the benefits of the rewards? I had someone tell me one time, well, I don't want to pay credit card, you know, because there's the transaction fee on that. I said, well, do they charge a different price if it's cash? Well, not most places. I was like, well, then the places that they charge a different amount, they pay the cash. But if they don't charge the, the cash and they have the credit card perks, isn't it great to get those credit card perks? Whether you're talking about your um, travel, cash back, Whatever it is, is something to be looking at and making sure that you actually have the right credit cards for what your lifestyle is, is a good thing to look at too in retirement. So there's five good reasons, plus or minus, that you want to keep your credit in retirement. It is important. So then the question is, how do you not lose it if you're not using it? That's what we'll talk about when we come back right here on Life Planning 101. You're not going to want to miss it. Welcome back to Life Planning 101. My name is Angela Robinson with Smart Money Group and Kennedy Financial Services. Be sure to visit us online at www.kennedy-financial.com. It is a website dedicated to helping people live life on purpose. You know, we're a second generation company and my dad started uh, this business as we know it today, really helping people live life on purpose as he coined it back in 1989. And he did it through education. He did it through information. And that has been a constant in this business. We are huge on that. We've got a huge library of over you know, a decade and a half of commentary in there and research to look at. We've got podcasts. We put out uh, one to two a week and we do that so that, you know, we can inform people because we do believe that knowledge is power and, um, you know, it, it empowers you to be able to make healthy, wise decisions about your life, not just your financial future. So make sure you go online and visit uh, our website. But we are here today talking about why your credit score is important in retirement. And if you've missed the first couple segments of the show, I recommend you go back and and uh, listen to it because we've been talking about the fact that if you don't use it, you lose it, just like a lot of other things in retirement that you need to think about, your health, your wealth, your mind, all those things. But, well, maybe not your wealth, <laughs> but you at least need to manage it, right? So, you know, I promised you why it was important. We talked about that in the last segment. Now we're going to talk about how do you actually keep from losing it uh, when you don't have all the things that you had going on pre-retirement. Well, we've got five things for you there too. Number one, you use it. Number two, you don't overuse it. Number three, you sit on it. Number four, you don't abuse it. Number five, you watch it. So let's go through these. Number one, you use it. So as I recommended before, 
Phil Tyrone, seven steps to a 720, 720creditscore.com. Amazing guy. Uh, learned a lot from him over the years. And we um, are always, when people are in a credit bind, uh, recommending that they take note of that. He usually can help them out of that credit bind, whether it's one-on-one or whether it's through one of his programs. He's actually got a credit rebuilder program that is great for young people that have no credit uh, to go through and actually helps them build their credit. So shout out to him. But he talks about using your credit. It's important to keep three to five major credit cards, okay? Not shop cards, credit cards. That's your majors, your Visa, American Express, MasterCard, et cetera, et cetera. And you use them monthly, monthly. You don't put them in your drawer because that actually can hurt your credit and you don't need to carry a balance on them, okay? You just need to like swipe them and pay them off, right? That's how you use them. That's important because if they go dormant, it will hurt your credit. And if you don't have three to five, then you're not uh, showing that you're credit worthy. I know it's all a messed up system, but it is important. Number two, don't overuse it. Your credit score is impacted by what's called a utilization rate. So let's say your limit on a card is 10 grand. Um, You really shouldn't go above the 30% utilization rate. That means you shouldn't go above 3000. Anything over that 30% can actually start to hurt you. So it's important that you've got that utilization rate and you keep it below that level. Um, and, I, and I say don't overuse it that way. Also, don't get yourself into credit card damage. I mean, keep your budget. Do all the things that you're supposed to be doing. And if you're retired and you haven't met with an advisor and you haven't worked on a budget, mm-hmm, that is the first step. But um, you know, this is just talking about your credit by itself, standalone, a la carte. It is very important that you keep using it and you don't overuse it. Number three, sit on it. So there are three legs of good credit, three things that actually make your credit score. It's like components here. Okay. And keep what you can going. That makes sense. And this is another area that you're going to probably want to talk individually with your advisor, you know, installment notes. These are things like car payments. So keeping one of those going. A lot of times I see a husband or a wife put a car payment in their name. So the other one's not getting credit for it. Um, so then their credits hurt. And when someone dies, ouch, that hurts the widows. So uh, make sure you're paying attention to that. Revolving lines of credit. Those are like the credit cards that we talked about. And then mortgages. So there's those three legs that make that up that good credit. Number four, don't abuse it. So we talked about don't overuse it, but don't abuse it. And what I mean by that is don't just open and close accounts. Okay. That can hurt your credit. Um, too many accounts can hurt your credit and closing accounts can actually increase your utilization rate, which can hurt your credit. So just watch that. And then number five, you need to watch it. You need to monitor your credit. You should be pulling a credit report every now and again, not a score. Don't go into those little advertisements on the side that get your credit score. Now it's a gimmick. It doesn't help you one bit. Unless you're getting your credit score from the bank is actually financing you or from the institution that is actually financing you at the moment. In fact, they run different credit scores for different types of credit, whether that's the installment, the revolving or the mortgages. Yes, it's crazy. You don't need your credit score. Okay. What you need is your credit report. And there's the three bureaus, you know, the, the TransUnion, Equifax, all those. So you go on there and you actually are able to pull those credit reports once a year from this website www.annualcreditreport.com. You could pull all three once a year without any cost to you. So my recommendation would be start with one. Look at it. 
Make sure everything's working out right. Look closely at the names. Are they all the same? Are you applying for credit in all kinds of names? Like um, my name is Angela Kennedy Robinson. Actually, to be specific, Angela Nicole Kennedy Robinson. So if I apply for credit in Angela Nicole Kennedy Robinson, I probably need to be applying for credit for Angela Nicole Kennedy Robinson on everything that I do. Okay. Not Angela N.K. Robinson or Angela K. Robinson. I know it's crazy. I actually did not fill out the paperwork, believe it or not, when I got married. It was my mother and my husband. I don't know if they couldn't agree or what, but it's a ridiculously long name. Um, besides the point. So big thing is, is that you look for things, make sure there's no errors, look for the credit limits, you know, going back to that utilization, right? Make sure that those credit limits are right. Is there any fraud happening? Oh, I didn't know what is that, or why does that say that I'm late? Or what does this say? These are all very important items. And if you run into issues or you have questions, you know, we've got the go-to guy, right? Seven steps to a 720, 720 credit score.com. Uh, Mr. Phil Tyrone has been a guest on this show a couple times before. And, um, you know, he's got some great programs and some great assistance to be able to help you when you get in a bind. So highly recommend that, but this should give you some bearings to be able to start with. First of all, it is important to keep credit in retirement. Second of all, you have to use it. Don't overuse it, sit on it, don't abuse it and watch it. Really important. Bottom line, there's no expiration for having good credit. You may not need to work, but you do need to work at keeping your credit in shape. It's kind of like your health. You should be working on that too. We all should. My name is Angela Robinson with Smart Money Group and Kennedy Financial Services. God bless you. Have a great week and join us next week right here on Life Planning 101. Thank you for joining us for Life Planning 101, brought to you by Smart Money Group and Kennedy Financial Services. If you have questions, you can email them to lifeplanning at kennedy-financial.com. Don't forget to learn how our sister company can assist you with all of your tax, bookkeeping, and consulting needs. You can find out more at briscoeandassociates.com. Be sure to tune in next week for more Life Planning 101. The opinions expressed herein are those of the firm and are subject to change without notice. The opinions referenced are as of the date of publication and are subject to change due to changes in the market or economic conditions and may not necessarily come to pass. Any opinions, projections, or forward-looking statements expressed herein are solely those of the author, may differ from the views or opinions expressed by other areas of the firm, and are only for general informational purposes as of the date indicated. Securities offered through Calton & Associates Incorporated, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Smart Money Group, LLC. Kennedy Financial Services and Smart Money Group, LLC are separate entities and are not owned or controlled by Calton & Associates Incorporated.